I'm going to reference our gospel a little bit, but mostly focus on our first reading here. Today is for the Diocese of Rochester a very special day. It's the Day of Mercy. And the confessionals all across the diocese are going to be open for uh, between six to eight hours. I'm going to be in the confessional seven hours myself. So is Father uh, Peter Van Lieshout, who's going to be coming here. I'm trading spots with him. I'm going to take a two-hour trip out to Owego. He's going to take a two-hour trip uh, to Clyde and to Lyons. He'll be in Lyons from uh, noon till 3.30 and then in Clyde from 4 to uh, 7.30. So I uh, definitely encourage you to take advantage of that opportunity. It's a wonderful day. So uh, we're going to be working hard today, but we, we look forward to it. All the priests do throughout the diocese. And uh, the, the, the sacrament of reconciliation is a source of uh, a river of life. And that's what we see in our first reading from Ezekiel. In Ezekiel's day, this is about 600 years before the birth of Jesus, uh, the, the temple in Jerusalem had been uh, destroyed and had gone into disservice because of the attack of the Babylonians. And uh, so all of Israel was very much depressed. They were down and out because their temple was destroyed. But God gives Ezekiel a vision of great hope because he is, allows him to see a future temple that's even better than the one that was destroyed. Now, this future temple, though, is a symbol. Okay, It's a type or a shadow. Uh, it's not to be understood literally. In fact, it's really a, a symbol of the church of Jesus Christ. Uh, which is the mystical body of Christ. And uh, so if you can kind of envision this, I'm going to imagine viewing the temple from an aerial perspective, like an architectural map, okay? So you're viewing it from above. And I'm going to use my phone here. So imagine this is the temple, and I'm going to I'm going to portray it as if you were looking at the map. So I'm going to reverse it from my perspective. So east is this way, Okay. So what Ezekiel sees is it's kind of hard to understand exactly what he's saying, but you know you got to kind of think about what he's saying. But what he's saying is that he sees this river of water flowing out of the side, okay, the southern part, the southern end of the temple, and it's flowing out this way, and then it goes eastward, across the threshold of the wall. There's like this wall perimeter around the temple. This is the temple proper, and it flows out this way, and then it goes down south, down south, down south, and it joins itself to the Dead Sea. Now, if anybody knows the geography of the Holy Land, the Dead Sea is totally um, surrounded, it's totally enclosed, and it it entraps within itself this water that's got the highest density of salt in the entire world. And the the salt density is so uh, intense that nothing can live there. That's why it's called the Dead Sea. No fish, um, I don't even think there's like algae or anything that can live there. What's amazing about this vision is this water that flows from the temple goes down and connects to the Dead Sea and makes it live. So that fish can actually live there, so that life can flourish. And uh, now, if we can recall in the Gospel of John, in the second chapter, Jesus says, Destroy this temple and I will raise it in three days. And the Jews thought he was speaking about the temple. The, uh, of stone and brick and mortar, he was really speaking about the temple of his body. Okay, And when he hung on the cross, his side was pierced. And out of his side flowed blood and water. Okay, 
So this, you see the temple with the water flowing down it? Now our picture of Christ up here has the piercing on his uh, left side. Uh, I, I don't think that's accurate. Some, some crucifixes you'll see be on the left, sometimes it's on the right. I think he was pierced on the right side. Okay, And I think that primarily because of the Shroud of Turin. That's how the Shroud of Turin images Christ's body. And I believe the Shroud of Turin is authentic. But in any event, I, I believe there's good reasons to, to say that he was pierced on the right side. And if you look at this temple, okay, it is facing east. It's on the right side from which this water flows. It's the same side that the water flowed from the pierced side of Christ. And uh, this water is a symbol of God's grace given to us through the sacraments, the sacrament of baptism, obviously, but also the sacrament of the Eucharist and the sacrament of reconciliation. So if we notice in our uh, passage from Ezekiel today, you have the river going down south. It gives life to the Dead Sea, and on its banks are planted these trees. And the trees give fruit for nourishment, and they give leaves for healing. Okay, So what we have here is all three main sacraments, baptism, Eucharist, and reconciliation. If we think of natural life, natural life is born. Okay, what course, The sacrament that corresponds to that is baptism. Baptism uh, births us into the supernatural life of God. Again, going back to the analogy of natural life, natural life needs nourishment. Okay. Well, we have the Eucharist to give us supernatural nourishment. And then finally, when life is, natural life is encountering difficulties and it's injured, it needs medicine and healing. And so the sacrament that corresponds to that is the sacrament of reconciliation. When someone's hurt and crippled like our guy in the gospel, we need God's grace to restore us through the sacrament of reconciliation. And so also we see these Leaves that are there for the healing of the nations that are growing up on these trees here. So we have this beautiful image of the grace of God flowing from the body of Christ, from the church, from the temple of God. And it gives life wherever it goes, through baptism, through the Eucharist, and through reconciliation. And I'll leave you with just one final thought here. The Dead Sea was totally, it's totally like isolated. It doesn't have any ingress or outgress, okay, or outlet. And it is, as long uh, as it remains isolated like that, it's, it's dead. But when it's connected, when it opens up and it receives this river coming to it from outside, it lives. So also, when we have injured ourselves gravely, by mortal sin, we have a tendency to isolate ourselves. You don't want to go into the light. You don't want to speak it. You don't want to do any any opening. You don't want to open it up. But it's the sacrament of reconciliation where we go and we open our mouth. Okay, And it's through that opening that we receive grace coming from outside us. And no longer are we isolated. No longer are we all alone, dead in our sin. We are released and set free and opened up. And we enter into the life of God's grace again, and that restoration uh, and that beauty of God's supernatural life is restored to us. So 
My brothers and sisters, whether there be venial sins on your conscience or mortal sins, I highly recommend uh, taking advantage of the day of mercy today and of the sacrament of reconciliation through which we receive that life-giving water of God's grace.